Welcome back, royal baddies. This week we'll be chatting about queenly charisma. How can you add a layer of sweet, cool charm to your life by recognizing a few simple things as you interact with those around you? It can be as simple as saying the cashier's name at the grocery store. You'd be surprised how easy it is to change someone's mood just by saying your name. So let's get into it. Right off the bat, say my name, say my name. Dale Carnegie, who wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People. I have yet to read that book. I haven't read it all the way through, I'll be honest. But I did learn enough things from it to understand the idea behind it. But he believed that saying someone's name was the sweetest sound. So if you're saying someone's name, they automatically tune in and listen to you. So that makes a huge... That... that makes a lot of sense because there are so often that I feel like everyone just wants to feel heard, listened, and loved. And I feel like that starts with the name. Yeah. It's crazy because when I was first dating my husband, I remember that he would say like sweetheart or something. And I always was really annoyed by it. I kind of liked it when he'd say Nick or Nikki. I'm like, hey, Nick, what's up? <laughs> and I'd be like, uh, I forgot what I was thinking. I don't know. <laughs> I'm listening. What, what do you want? And so it's, it's you know, the idea that your intentional observations, your intentions and the way that you interact with people is like the baseline for charisma, you know? I would agree with that. And also I think that charisma in and of itself is being thoughtful and being present with people. I mean, that's like the base of charisma in general, I've noticed. And I feel like if you do, if you say someone's name, if you take the time to notice the necklace someone's wearing, the belt someone's wearing, it it makes people realize like, oh, I, I'm being seen and not just existing. When I was a cashier at West Egg, I remember my like bad day plan was always that when a customer would come in, I would be like, oh, hi, I love your necklace. Or like, hey, what can I get for you today? Oh my God, by the way, your earrings are so fire. And, like, stuff like that. Like, people would immediately be like, oh, my God, thank you. I will not lie. I got more tips. Oh, well, yeah, of course. So many more tips. People want to pay you more money when you're nice. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Why did that sound so bitchy? (laughs) It did sound bitchy. But you know what? Okay, that actually brings me to a really good point. Some people would claim that if if you're complimenting people with the intention or manipulation or whatever, then, you know, somehow that's not okay or it's wrong. But I think that it's only really wrong if you don't mean it. I would agree with that. I also think that so often, um, for some reason, I feel like manipulation and just relationship building, uh, a lot of people seem to think those are like the same or not that they're the same, but there's a lot of stuff that is manipulation that is also relationship building and vice versa. Yeah. Like it, there, there is a fine line. I really just think it has to do with the intention behind what you're doing and your heart behind it. And obviously like my, my goal has always been to build a relationship, not mm-hmm. try to manipulate someone into doing what I want them to do. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to build a relationship with you because I hope that you're going to, you know, buy from me or something. Oh, it's God, like, no. It's like, no, I'm going to build a relationship with you because I genuinely think that I'm interested in what you have to offer and what you're doing. The rest of it is kind of like that inevitable, you know, thing. It's like that 
it's what happens after the fact. I actually found it really fascinating um, that uh, Ronald Riggio, a PhD professor of leadership and organizational psychology at Claremont McKenna College, he ha- he decided that charisma has three main ingredients. And he said that it was expressiveness, which is a talent for spontaneously striking up conversations and easily conveying feelings. Control, which is the ability to fine-tune your persona to fit the mood and social makeup of any group. And then sensitivity, which is a gift for listening and sussing out other people's mindsets. I think you're particularly good at sensitivity and control. Like personally, I think I definitely shine in the expressiveness, which you have no like, you know, like cap on. Like you, (laughs) that one, like the other two are like, I could mark those or quantify them. But like expressiveness for honestly for both of us is like kind of scary through the roof. But I think that for you, like it's really it's really all come together. I was reading these things and I was like, oh, those three main ingredients, that is literally like the definition of Lexi's personality. <laughs> and it's it's so funny because you do that. You like, you kind of, it's that chameleon aspect of like, you fit into that, that space. That world, yeah. But I don't think that you, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think that you compromise who you are when you fit into the space where I do think some people do. I, w- I never become a new person. You just get Lexi. No, yeah. There are some people that get a little slightly more toned down version of me or a slightly more polished version of or some, me. Or a version that's focused on something different. Yes. But I, I'm very much who I am yeah. is what you get. Pretty authentic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's actually funny because it has come up. I had someone who met you. I think they met you at like one of my parties or something and they were like, so Lexi seems nice. And I was like, she's nice. And they're like, is she like, is that like real? And I was like, what do you, what, which part? And they're like. Is that like real? They're like, is it, like, she's just, she's so nice. She's so nice. And I'm like, I'm, I think I'm missing the question here. And they just like kept trying to dance around like, is she for real? And I was like, yeah, what you see is what you get. That's the best part about Lexi is that she's actually a nice person and it's she's not faking it. I will say I threw my brief like spell in New York. I threw New Yorkers for a freaking loop because I'm just me. And you then, brought Southern charm. Ooh, well, I, I, I didn't even like think about it later until sometimes I, you know, like you examine interactions afterwards and you're like, maybe I should not have done anyway I met like my my one of my really good friends uh boyfriend now husband uh for the first time and I had heard her talk about this guy for like over five or six years at this point and he introduced himself without us being present and I was like oh my god and I like threw my arms around this dude and I felt him just like freeze like oh my gosh this girl is like hugging me what I don't uh, yeah <laughs> like complete brain short circuit and I was like oh crap I forgot that not everyone in the world is quite as huggy as I am the number of times that I get the like, oh my god, you're just like you're a lot, or you're too much, or you know that kind of stuff. Tell them to go find less than. Oh, thank you, Elise Myers, for putting that one out there for mm-hmm. us. Go find less. She really nailed that on the head with that one. Um, no, I completely agree. But that's the thing is, I find that the people who think that I'm too much or that you're too much, because you even said one time you're like, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, and I'm like, well, then they can go have coffee of a. <laughs> terrible roast at Starbucks that is preferably like French roast because you don't deserve the tea. (laughs) You don't deserve the tea if you are not willing to have the honey that comes with it. Aww. I just came up with that. I just came up with that. You're adorable. So when we're talking about like compliments and stuff, again, we're talking about intentional compliments. So I thought we could play a little game. Okay. It's called the compliment game. Oh, Lord. I'm okay. Don't worry. I'll go first. I'm ready. 
Sorry, I like I'm very bad at receiving compliments. I'm so this excited is about this. Want to like hide under this table physically? I'm so very excited about this. I've been waiting for this one forever. I even wrote it in our notes that we're gonna play a game. We're gonna play the compliment game because I'm trying to make you blush, and I'm so excited. I was gonna say I think there might be something wrong with me that I am automatically so uncomfortable with this, but let's do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that no matter what situation you're in, you laugh with the most musical, beautiful, free voice that I've ever heard. Thank you. Your laugh is so fucking definitive that it just like, I'm going to tear up just thinking about like, I know your laugh in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) See what I mean, guys? There it is. That was it. Um, And that was her holding back. Let's be real. That, yeah. Well, it can get a little cackly sometimes, and I don't want to, like, harm Oh, do people's... we need to cackle? Do we need me to do it? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, hang on. Okay. <laughs> I now have to compliment you. Um, oh, shit. Talk about going under the table. <laughs> why do we feel this way, though? I feel like that there's something wrong that it's like, you know, you're about to receive a compliment, and my first reaction is, let me, like, hide. I did. What? I, I completely Ugh. feel it now. I do. But this is like we'll a... We'll unpack okay. this at a later date. This we will. bizarre feeling as to why. Okay. All right. So complimenting, complimenting. Um, oh, my goodness. Nikki, I love your fearlessness in general and your ability to defend your friends in ways that I've never seen anyone else be able to do it. Like, you are so willing and ready to if someone needs you if someone is in a situation where they feel like they can't handle it you've always been the one to step in and help them handle it and or handle it for them don't do that i feel seen okay my turn yeah we're not done no no we're not done i I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid the physical because you're fucking gorgeous, but I'm trying to avoid that because that's not what this point of this. It's about matching energies. It's right back into this charisma. No matter where I'm at, no matter what I'm doing, no matter what I'm feeling or like what stage it is, you are a cheerleader. You match energies. You walk into a room and you're like, oh, we're having one of those days. Okay, well, then let's like, you know, sweatpants. Let's order some food. Let's get some wine going. Uh, Even if you're not like drinking that day, you're like, absolutely, I'll fill it up. Like, let's go. You'll even kind of pretend. (laughs) And then, and then like, if I show up and I'm in like, I'm at 10, you're like, let's rise. You know, I'm going to get there because that's where we're at right now. And it's, it's so amazing not to say that you should have to like displace yourself in your own feelings, but it's such a like it's such a giving like gentleness where you're like, "Hi, thank you. I'm going to show up for you where you need me right now." And that's it's oh, fucking cool. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. That that really means a lot cuz I I want to support you and I want to be there to support you and I will figure out how to do that. On any given day. Oh, gosh, I have to compliment you again. (laughs) I have to compliment you again. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just like, okay, I've got to come up with something because that one was really sweet, so now I have to come up. We're we're like, I'm going to do better. I know. I'm like, oh, This is where we're competitive, too. Like, we really, like, I could compete with you and not it not be a problem because Mm -hmm. I'm not actually trying to compete with you. It's so funny. It's such a backwards it's a, it's a backwards competition. Yeah, it's a backwards competition. 
I have loved watching you become a mom. Oh my god, I'm gonna start crying. Um, I feel like when I met you, you were this gorgeous ship. And I feel like becoming a mother has helped add these gorgeous, fun stabilizers to you and an anchor and has just rounded you out to be this like very beautiful, complete butterfly. And it's it's great. It's great. Your sense. Like you you have you have made me want to like I don't know, you, you've, you've made parenting fun in a world where I feel like it's really cool to hate your kids or it's really cool <laughs> to, like, be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I, I hate everything about being a parent. For me, watching you be a mom has made me realize that that is so not the case. And you've you've really made it fun and great to watch. And I know it's hard. I know you still have your hard days, okay? This is not me saying that, like, yeah, it's not hard, but you, you have made it inspiring. I That's appreciate what I was that looking for. very much. And you know, you know me with the power of three. So, oh, fuck. yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, we gotta do three. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this one might be kind of twofold, though. First of all, number one is—I mean, it brings us right back to that manifestation and that willpower that I've seen from you. But like, you don't see problems that can't be fixed, and you don't see things that need to be fixed more than maybe adjusted or altered you're a very yes and person so when you come to a situation you're not like you automatically it's not even intentional it's it or it's not even no it is intentional it's not even like on purpose or like I feel like you don't even really have to think about it because it's something that is part of you it's ingrained in your soul to walk in and be like I see something let me provide a solution, but let me also say, here's what I do like, and here's how we can build and grow. And I think that that has really inspired me. This is where the the two part comes in, because I've watched you go from like where you doubted yourself, and I just was in awe of you already. And I saw I saw you go from doubting yourself to believing in yourself and seeing like the mind shift of someone who was already a force of nature, who didn't believe in herself, go to being a person who does believe in herself and and opens doors for people. Like that's just like something that has been so inspiring to me to to be able to have your trust and to to really believe that you believe in me. And because I have always been such a big fan of yours, like, I'm, I'm, I am her biggest fan. Jay, I will fight you for it. <laughs> Jay is my husband, for anyone who just started this. <laughs> Sorry, I should preface that. But <laughs> I, like, I just see, I see, I see you. I see you. Not to avatar it to you, but I see you. So, uh, just a mind, the mind shift that, like, something one of my neighbor said to me that made me kind of rethink a lot of things there was one time he said Lexi if you aren't going to gamble on yourself who is and that question made me be like oh huh like if I'm not willing to gamble on me then then then, then what is there oh I'll, I'll answer that question for you when I wasn't willing to gamble on me you were mm-hmm. and that was like that was a big deal. Obviously, I was going through motherhood and I was going through postpartum depression. And at the time, like to have you be like, Nikki, you would be good at this. You would be, I can't wait to see you do it. It, was, it wasn't It was like, when are you going to do this? Or like, uh, you should do this. It was, 
I'm looking forward to when you do it. Like, you are going to do it. And and you believed in me in that moment. So, yeah, I, I 100% stand by, like, if you're not going to believe in yourself. But I will admit that I did not believe in myself. And you did. That's where the network comes in. Mm-hmm. And that's where the people in your life come in. And if you don't have people in your life that are there to lift you up, go find new people. Because they're there. I agree. And now I owe you one more. Oh, <laughs> I thought I thought I, I thought I tricked us out of that. <laughs> uh, no, um, but I I admire that everything you do you do with gusto. Thank you. You're very much a like leap. I mean, you definitely do look, and I feel like you are anxious about a lot of things. But so much about just like moving your career forward, moving your stuff forward, is the ability to just jump and f- know that you're eventually going to catch yourself. And I get a lot of that. Do that in the, a good way. The knowing I can catch myself, I get yeah. that from watching you. Shut up. No, I do. I do believe you, though. Like I think that what I have that is unique to me is the if I decide to do something, it's one hundred and ten percent. Oh yeah. There is no like I don't you, know you how to. I don't know how to have a podcast idea. You approached me with a short film idea. You've approached me with so many random things, and then gradually over time, I have ended up. You know, outside in the freezing cold because you needed a shot for something. Uh, people have ended up covered in chicken juice. Uh, people, <laughs> I was like, we're currently sitting here in my real estate office recording studio because you had the idea about a podcast and you helped put action behind an idea. Like you take someone's idea and then you flush it out and you help make it tangible, which is not something everyone can do. I appreciate that. I'm very big picture. I'm very not detailed. You are very detailed. I am. Okay, this is why we complement each other really well. And you do very good on the fly, and I do I do well on the fly when I have to, but I do like to I like to make a plan. I like to come in with a plan and have a plan. Well, no, but like this is great. We have a list of bullet points in front of us. For everyone that can't see, Nikki has literally typed out a script for us. This is great because otherwise this would not be a podcast. This would be yeah. us rambling. It might be like six pages long. <laughs> yeah, um, but great. yeah, so I mean, that is one of the games that I have wanted to try uh, to do because one, we all need to be better about receiving compliments and we all need to be understanding that, you know, it's not that hard to see the positive in each other. And if you approach life and you approach relationships by looking at the people who surround you and the people who are around you and you say, I see you, and then you quantify that with words, and you you look at the specific details, and you like actually tell you, you can make affirmations for yourself, and affirmations are really important, and I hundred so percent believe in them. But you can also affirm your friends, and not to make it like the selfish aspect of it, but the truth is, is that when you start to look at your friends and say like that is amazing, it's amazing what you do that energy doesn't just leave you. You're not giving something away when you do that. You're sharing. And that is what charisma is. That's what queenly charisma is. And that's what empress energy is. I agree. So thanks for listening, royal baddies. This has been another episode of Empress Energy, the Business of Friendship. I'm Nikki Zaldivar. And I'm Lexi Blevins. Now go kick ass on the rest of your day. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Empress Energy. We hope you enjoyed our exploration of queenly charisma. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram. Our handle is at empress underscore energy underscore podcast. Until next time, stay royal baddies. If you're with me, let me know.